Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Menopause has given me a voice that I didn't know I had. I just want to hug all my black sisters and all my black sisters and go, listen, honestly, it's going to be fine. It might even be great. We all have a different experience. I suffer from anxiety and depression. That doesn't mean you're going to. You know, some people don't have hot flushes. Some people sail through menopause and don't even notice it. And then they're 70. But the point is, it happens. And so let's be as prepared as we can, as early as possible. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I have the amazing Karen Arthur joining me today, uh, founder of Menopause Whilst Black. So an amazing podcast committed to centering the menopause journey of black UK women through research stories. You know, when I read this, it feels so luxurious just to have a space just for us to talk about everything to do with this. I love it. Welcome. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love the word <laughs> amazing in front of Karen Arthur. I'm keeping that. <laughs> I'm keeping that. I love it. I don't, I, you know, I'll put it in. I often don't feel that way, but yeah, thanks. No, I know. No, but you are. And I'll put it in caps and bold actually when I write this out. I love it. And yeah, I do think it's luxurious. And I think it's lovely that you have created this space and protected this space for us to have talks and just a, a knowledge base about this subject just for us. So thank you for, for doing that. And congratulations, 10,000 downloads. I mean, by the time this releases, probably beyond 50,000, but just absolutely amazing. How, I don't have any sound effects. I'm in my kitchen, Hackney, so I can just do a brr, 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 brr. <laughs> like just amazing, just amazing. How does it feel looking back on every single podcast episode, everything you've created, all the feedback, all the ups and downs? How does it feel looking back on that? Oh, gosh. I use the word bonkers a lot. I would say I overuse it. But, um, but I would use that to describe my life sometimes, really. Sometimes I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> I mean, it's literally a year ago. It's a year ago today. Oh my God, I dropped my fur, my trailer a year ago today. Well, there you go. Uh, it was meant to be. Um, That's fabulous, yeah. a year. I was really nervous. So, uh, I, I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. I often don't know what I'm doing, but fortunately that doesn't stop me from doing it. Might slow me down a bit, but it doesn't stop me. Yeah. I love that you did it anyway yeah. and did it I'm sure like you said you know what you're doing there might have been some fear but do you look back and just think well there are other people who must have been feeling these things as well because I've had 10,000 people listen and think about this and talk about this issue that you that you're raising yeah I mean I I started to go through menopause six seven years ago and I was and felt completely on my own um, yeah. And so this is the menopause whilst black is for those women. It's for those women. It's for the oh. women who, who things have stopped, who don't feel like themselves 
and they don't see mm-hmm. themselves represented. And I struggled, is that the word? I struggled with the the um, the title. Right. What, as it being so direct? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me. My, 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 uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, but then I realised that that, but that's me. It is about menopause, but it's about navigating menopause whilst you're a black woman because there are nuances and there are layers and I don't understand why everybody doesn't know this and why the world, <laughs> but certainly black women in particular, aren't acting on it sooner. So my, my message is um, to find out quicker. And so that's what this is about. I thank you for telling us this message because it's really, really, really important. So thank you. Um, through your 10,000 downloads, <laughs> is there any feedback? We can just keep on saying 10,000. Yeah, um, is there any feedback that has really moved you, like moved you to the point of emotion, tears, anything that you can share with us? Oh, God, I wish I could remember specifics. I get messages almost daily from women who either are just saying thank you, from women who have told me yeah. that they've passed the, the podcast on to their mother or their aunt, from women who say that that story is exactly, you know, exactly the same as That's me. they didn't know. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if you look at the reviews on iTunes, they're just incredible. Apart from one. Um, I mean, yeah. I might just have a nut, just a scroll through that in the evening. That's just such a nice thing to see and just to see the impact. I, it's an acknowledgement that that, niggling thought about I need to do this um was right uh, yes why I, why I keep going because as you know podcasting isn't a walk in the park you don't just get up one day and yeah it's easy <laughs> you know in a sense talking yeah. is the easiest bit it's you know the editing yeah. and the promoting and the this and the talking and you know it's all this behind the scenes stuff and it's only if you're in podcasting that you know that so sometimes yeah. when it's late at night and I didn't, I wanted to go to bed. I mean, luckily I have, well, not luckily because nothing is luck. I think we call these people in, but certainly I have an editor, Erin, who does all the stuff that I taught myself um, to do because, you know, perfectionist had to make sure I knew everything. Um, but she does it now, but certainly uh, it's, it's incredible, the feedback. And it's incredible, incredible the reach. I didn't really. I, my next door neighbour, um, told a guy, told me that he is in charge of wellness at work, and he told me that three separate women had recommended my podcast to him. Yes. On the internet. That's what it's about. That's- yeah, that is what it's about. That's what it's about, and you're doing it. So just, I hope you can take a moment to celebrate because, like you said, it is hard work, and and you're doing this on top of life in general, which is hard. So just well done for finding space to prioritise and and make this happen. So before you started the podcast and when you were just starting the menopause journey, what was your general understanding (laughs) of menopause? It meant I was old and and it was the end of my life. That's what it meant. End of the world. That was it. I was old. I was never, I'm not married. I've got kids, but I'm, you know, I'm single. So I was never going to find anybody and I was, yeah, it, it was all the things I knew about menopause were negative. And, I, and the yeah. physical symptoms I knew 
were hot flushes and there are between 34 and 60. So, yeah. And I, I'm not alone in that. Lots of women think that it's hot flush. It's something to be laughed at. It's that old woman in the corner with the window open. That's all I knew, which is actually criminal. If you not, I don't blame yeah. myself at all for that, you know? Yeah. And I think that's many people's yeah. understanding of, of what it is. So from your point of view now, being in the expert, um, what, what do you want people to really understand about it? What do you want us, what myths can we debunk right now? Because I know you have a younger readership than I'm usually used to speaking to. So I want to say this, as black women, black women, we need to take looking after ourselves much more seriously from the get-go. Because um, according to research, this is research from the Swan Report from 2018, and you can Google it as well yourself, black women are more likely to develop to enter menopause up to two years earlier than our white counterparts. And we're also wow. more likely to suffer more severely from symptoms, debilitating symptoms, such as hot flushes. So that's the first thing I want to say. Now, because there is barely any research on menopausal women, and, put, and then there's barely even less research on black menopausal women, um, no one knows why that is. But I will say, that uh, coming across research around something called racial weathering, which is the um, effect, the negative effects of racism, knowing about racism, experiencing racism on black people in general, it has a physical effect. It literally wears us down as well as a mental well-being effect. It's kind of a no-brainer is... to work yeah. that might be a reason why black women might go through menopause, sorry, do go through menopause up to two years earlier. Now, I, I you call me an expert. I'm not an expert, but I know more than you. Let's put it that way, okay? So you do, yeah. I feel so strongly about, you know, what happens is we walk blindly into this brick wall because we know nothing. Now, that is changing. That is changing. yeah. But do we know nothing? And we're also very fearful. So we kind of may also not want to know. Isn't it? And Mm. and in this case, ignorance is not bliss. No, no, definitely not. Menopause, the average age to go through menopause is anything from 45 to 51 in, in the UK. But women can go through menopause much, much earlier. And stress can bring on menopause. And even though when you look at the, um, I can't think of the name, but there's a a standard stress test that you can do online. And racism isn't in that. It's not on that list, which is absolutely bonkers because racial trauma, racial weathering, that's a stress that we all live through. Even if we don't explicitly think that we are being, I don't know, called names or discriminated against, institutional racism, uh, microaggressions that are anything but micro, by the way, Um, And seeing people like us being discriminated against, being killed, being murdered, being forgotten about, being ignored, that's racial weathering. And so you might say, oh, yeah, I, you know, I can do this. I can get through this. Um, And we see our role models, you, you know, our mothers, our aunts soldiering on that 
classic strong black woman um, trope. Yeah. And it doesn't serve us, and it certainly doesn't serve us when it comes to perimenopause, which is the, the fun foreplay bit, which can last up to 10 years, <laughs> and menopause. So, um, yes, people are scared. Women are scared, and it doesn't surprise me. But I'm here to tell you, if we put, if, we, if we're aware, if we think about different things we can do such as uh, the lifestyle changes or the things that we that are within our control um, and we do our own research and know our bodies, it will make the transition, because it is a transition, a lot um, less traumatic because it is traumatic for some. Certainly my experience was um, difficult and I know many other women yeah. as well. Yeah, so we are being proactive and we're being preemptive and we are going to push through that fear and just try and do as much research listen to your podcast talk to women in our life talk to experts and just i suppose try and get ahead of it it's it's it is happening there's nothing we can do about that so just trying to learn as much as we can it's it's a difficult one nina because i've been on god so many panels Oh, yeah. so many conversations. It has taken over, in a sense, more than my actual job, which is a fashion creative. And uh, that, that and that's great. Um, I love the fact that my life does, I do lots and lots of different things. But I will say there is a lot of, it's scary. I, I, when I first yeah. realised what I'd started, <laughs> when, I opened, <laughs> when I peeked into the Pandora's box, I got scared, and you remember there are there's so research changes all the time, so it it it's easy to be overwhelmed and just want to stick your fingers in your ears and hope it'll all go away, but it won't. Yeah, it's, it it won't. It absolutely will not. It's like pensions; you don't want to think about it, and then suddenly you're sixty and you've got no money. And that's horrible. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not in that situation, by the way. But you know, it, it's um. <laughs> I think the first thing is to know yourself. And I think we spend a lot of time running away from ourselves. Does that sound right? Absolutely. Yeah. What do I mean by that? I mean that we know that junk food, well, it's called junk food for a reason. And listen, I'm not going to say my body's a temple and I only eat clean, I only clean eat, because that is not me. Let's be very clear. I love my food and I love my, mm -hmm. what we call treats. And I think that sometimes you need to eat what you need to eat. Your body craves what it craves. However, we were taught at school to eat five, veg, you know, fruit and vegetables a day, which is now 10, and um, exercise three times a week. And we were told all that. So we know. It's not that we don't know. You leave mm. school... You you know you you fall girls in particular fall out of love with um, training and sports because sports is so testosterone filled and um, the world is you know so busy body shaming us that it's no wonder that you know I don't know what the statistics are but fourteen year old girls we all know um, at some point where we got to year nine is it third year. And it all went a bit peak tong, unless you were really into sport and really good at it. You just didn't want to get changed yeah. or you didn't want to get changed in front of people, all that kind of stuff. So we get that. And so, and then life takes over. Life takes over. That grind that I, 
we spend all our time actually trying to run away from that hustle that what society throws at us you've got to work hard you've got to do this you've got to do that and we have kids and and we're so used to giving to other people because that's how society values women they value us and black women in particular for for giving for being the carer for being the one that looks after everybody else but ourselves and then you turn around and you don't recognize yourself you know so it, it I haven't made it better, have I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 well, this is it though. This is it. It's just having that conversation and to keep having the conversation because it will land with people at different stages in their life, won't oh, it? And, and maybe somebody hearing your podcast or hearing this podcast will look into it and have a think about it and just, you know, check in with themselves. What I'm saying is I want, I want women black women in particular to learn from my journey but the journeys of the women who speak to me on my podcast so the women who you know didn't realize that i mean for example we know that smoking is bad for us but people smoke that, that's fact you know and smoking is the worst thing you can do in your medical symptoms and yet people smoke to relieve stress and it's hot it's addictive so we get that we know that we should exercise, yeah. but sometimes we don't have the time or we feel we don't have the time. Remember, we make often we make time to do the things we really want. Absolutely. It's, it's what we choose to prioritise. We, we know that we should eat. I don't know how many fruit and vegetable it should be, but it's a lot. But I think they, they upped it because people weren't hitting five, basically. They upped yeah. it so you could at least get to seven, that kind of thing. That makes total sense. But the other side to this is our bodies change, we change, and what served us, even if we were healthy eaters, or are, let's say, in our 20s, 30s and 40s, that eating lots of fruit doesn't necessarily serve us as we get older because as estrogen leaves our body, we find it harder to produce processed insulin, and so all the fruit that we eat and all the sugars we eat turn to carbs. And that makes us um, more susceptible to diabetes, which is prevalent in the black community. So there's a lot yeah. to take in. My point is, I'm yeah. learning all this shit now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Right? So, but I'm 60 and I'm pre-diabetic, yeah. you know, and I'm menopausal. Mm. So I've had to learn bloody quick, <laughs> you know. Whereas yeah, if you yeah. start in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, you've already got a head start. This is my and that's point. the message. That's what you're this saying. This is my point. Mm. Is that instead of burying your head in the sand, la la you know, self-medicating, um, that kind of thing, if you're aware that when you reach menopause, most women, the minute we even are near a glass of wine, our hot flushes are going to go berserk then you're more likely to cut down. But the other side is, if we're also aware of the remedies and the treatments that we can go for, and we've weighed up the pros and the cons and decided what works for us, whether it's hormone replacement therapy, whether it's menopause magnets that help your hot flushes, whether it's all the holistic, um, you know, yoga, exercise, and all of this together, 
if we're aware of all of this and the stuff that works for us, we will be much, much better prepared. Yeah. Can we just talk about some of the the remedies, some of the some of the holistic hacks, tips, tricks, anything that we can get our head around? Because I can imagine, obviously, vitamin D in general is going to help us. Um, you know, the the kind of common sense things, getting outside, exercise. Right. But what what else can we be doing? And then HRT need to talk about this just to get my head around what it all is. Yeah, I'm still getting my head around it, love. Um, <laughs> so I will say this: I was a teacher for 28 years. I loved teaching, and at some point, teaching didn't love me. It changed in that three decades, and so I had a very, very, very stressful job. I didn't realise that menopause was um, affecting me, even though I was having hot flushes and I knew that hot flushes are to do with menopause. I was in denial. The reason I was in denial is because I was suffering from something called brain fog, where I was, which is a menopause symptom, where I was forgetting my job. I was forgetting to go to meetings. I was not. I wasn't on my game, and I was scared wow. shitless that someone would find out and I would get the sack. Now, what I didn't know... That was horrible. Yeah, it was. And what I didn't know was I was heading into anxiety and depression. And on top of that, I Mm. didn't know that anxiety and depression can be a symptom of menopause. I'm a complete and utter cliche because no one was talking about it in late 2014, 2015. No one was making the connection. And when I went to the doctors, the doctors offered me antidepressants which unfortunately is still a thing it's still common when what we should have done because we did have a conversation about menopause was make the connection but she didn't know um and that's a whole nother story about gps and their menopause education which you know hopefully is changing or about to change yeah so i left teaching i'm fast forwarding i left teaching and i thought it i would get better and i got I'm, all I did is I moved deeper into depression. I don't want to say I got worse because worse is relative. And I uh, um, am grateful for that experience because I wouldn't be here sitting talking to you about what I do now. So I moved deeper into my depression. And the ways that I did that, uh, moved out of it, were meditation. I learned mindful meditation. I read Half a book, because it's massive, called by John <laughs> called, um, called Fast Catastrophe Fast Catastrophe Living. Full Catastrophe Living. Sorry, that's what it's called. It's incredible. I was I was having some issues with my body as well. My body everything just broke down. I'd fallen, I had sciatica type pain, I couldn't walk. My background is in dance. So not being able to move was I mean, it's a big deal anyway, but it was like massive and that affected my mental well-being as well so I learnt meditation and because I wasn't running around thinking about school anymore because I was literally I managed to get bored I managed to I became silent a lot of the time I deepened my stretching I got more into my yoga not the not I mean yoga means breath so it's literally Mm -hmm stretching and breathing that's what I was doing I wouldn't say I 
have a yoga practice per se. I don't know all the, you know, Indian words and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. except for the one where you lie down, Savasana. I know that one. Well, you know, that's... You know that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was very aware that I had more time on my hands. And so when I did feel like leaving the house, the advice was to get daylight into my eyes. So I would go for a walk when I knew that everybody was at work or at school, so I didn't bother into anybody. But I knew because I felt guilty for having left work in the place. Aww. And I felt guilty because I was ill, but it wasn't something that you could see, like a broken leg. So I felt like yep. I was a failure. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com So, there's, so and I think that that helped me actually in fact I know it helped me um and a lot of menopausal women swear by silence by even five minutes meditation using the headspace app which is brilliant and free unless you want to pay for it you know uh to get you started or um there's loads of you know um stuff on spotify and youtube that guided meditations I did a lot of that but I also went into therapy and I, mm. it cost me a ton. Uh, yeah. I chucked money at therapy. I thought I would go for about six weeks and I ended up there for the best part of three years. And it's the best money I ever spent and the best gift I ever gave to myself. And I, well I say that from a place of privilege because I had the money. Therapy yeah. is expensive. Hard really to access. Is, yeah. I also had a black therapist. And I had no idea when I walked in that room that I would, how important that would be at the time. Now I advocate for every black person of color to have a person of color um, as a, yeah, but they're hard. And this pandemic has made it a hundred times worse to find a therapist, let alone a black therapist, you know? So, Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. So there are, so that helped me to know myself. That helped me to learn what foods work for me, what don't. Uh, it helped me to take a look at my lifestyle. I, I still get anxious, and so I'm careful not to uh, schedule too many things uh, on the same day. I'm careful. I'm, you know, I like to know what's going to happen. I know that's a sign of anxiety. Um, but, like, if I'm going to meet a group of people, I might want to know who's there kind of thing um yeah and I, I some of that is covid anxiety i will say there's a lot of let's go out we can go out and i'm like yeah 
<laughs> Maybe not, <laughs> you know. Um, so people, so different women swear by different things. My point about knowing yourself, sorry, is that then you can make decisions, more informed decisions about what you want to do. I would say that if you are Absolutely. listening to this and you are, you don't feel right within yourself, as difficult as is as it is to get a face-to-face doctor's appointment now, do try. Because just because you're not 40 or 50 doesn't mean you can't be going through menopause. And doc, there, and I will also say, God, I've got so much to say, bloody hell. Um, I will also say that if you don't get sucked into, you need to have a blood test to test if you've got menopause. And please don't buy a menopause test kit. These things exist. Or pay for... Okay, it's a waste test. of money. It's a waste of money. It's a scam. If you go to the doctors, the doctors will go, should go on your symptoms alone. And if your doctor dismisses you and tells you you're too young to be going through menopause, because we do know ourselves, but we second guess ourselves all the time. They say Absolutely. you're too young, you're not having hot flushes, it must be something else. Find another doctor. And again, yeah. These are the goodies I've been talking about. This is exactly what I wanted to hear from you. Okay, I'm taking yeah, notes. Find another doctor. The do- you know, we oh god it's hard enough going to the doctors they don't bloody believe us half the time we don't believe women they definitely don't believe black women god and we're brought up to believe uh, you know my parents swears by the doctor my her doctor told her that she didn't have that she had a sprained ankle and she walked around on a broken ankle for five weeks oh god my mother she was in her late 70s and it and it has changed her it has changed her and at the time I wasn't well, and so, and I don't, my mother lives 80 miles away, and I didn't have the, we didn't, I suppose, in retrospect, we could have sued them, you know, but it, it you know, these things are, take emotional labour and time and effort, and we didn't know what we were up against, Space, and we yeah. thought about it in retrospect, yeah. actually. So my point is that my yeah. mum's generation swear by the white coat syndrome, the white coat, you know, what a doctor says goes. But we know that medical racism exists. We know that there is unconscious, possibly conscious bias. We know that exists. And yet, time and time again, black women are being told by, you know, medical professions up and down the land, oh, you're imagining it, oh. And, And we know about the five times more, you know, Black women more willing to die yeah. in childbirth. It, it, it's fact. So why would menopause be any different? That's why I advocate for knowing point. yourself yeah. earlier. Because then when you go to the doctors and you've done your own research and you know that your periods have gone berserk and you previously had, had you know, periods like clockwork and some then they, they go they come in every two weeks or they've gone really light or they've gone really heavy. You know something's wrong. That can be a sign of perimenopause, you know. And so how do you treat it? So many things. So many things. I urge you to listen to my podcast. I don't mean you. Well, I do mean you, but I mean you. (laughs) Because there are so many different stories and so many different black women um, that I, I, I feel that that's a learning tool in itself. 
but there are other websites. Definitely. There are other, so the men, there is a Dr. Louise Newson is seen to be the don of menopause, uh, and particularly hormone replacement therapy. She advocates for hormone replacement therapy from perimenopause, whereby because estrogen starts to leave our body then and we completely underestimate how important estrogen is in our bodies from our skin not just the cosmetic stuff but how our body works um vaginal dryness all kinds of things you know um she advocates and many people advocate including myself i've come round to putting that back in um now there are and and, and how much does this all so this is hrt so this is we hear so much about now yeah. right how much does this cost right. so you can get hormone replacement therapy on the nhs the nhs prescriptions Fabulous. are almost a tenner you're looking at 20 pounds every let's say three or four months that's fact okay some okay. people advocate for taking testosterone. Now, testosterone is something that is needed in our, in our bodies. We tend to think of it as a male hormone. Um, but women need it as well. And as you uh, age and as you hit menopause, your testosterone levels, um, what's the word, fall, which can affect things like your libido and your your you know how quickly you think and your memory and stuff like that. So it is actually very important. But that is not currently available on the NHS for women. Men can get it at a drop of a hat. Women can't. All of these things are, that's what we campaign about. So Diane Dunsbrink has a campaign called Make Menopause Matter. And she has, if you Google Make Menopause Matter, there is a petition that I urge you to sign. It has three mandates. One of them is free uh, HRT prescriptions. The other one in the UK is free in Wales and free in Scotland. By the way, don't all move to Wales and Scotland. Okay. <laughs> um, menopause um, education um, across the nation in schools, and menopause all GPs to learn about menopause properly uh, in their training because at the moment it's still an opt-inable. It's an electable um, topic and it lasts hardly, any, it's like four hours. I mean, it's nothing. It's laughable. If you think that half uh, people who, you know, are women who or people who identify as women are going to go through menopause. It's bonkers, you know. Um, so you can get hormone replacement therapy privately. You can go to private practices. They The first consultation can cost anything from you're looking at 200 you're looking at dropping 250 225 pounds easily and then your prescription mm. if you can get prescriptions through them which are going to be more as well um so yeah, that's big yeah money. and menopause is currently a tiered system it's the menopause care sorry is a tiered system because um if you are fortunate enough to have the money or be able to access the money because the other thing is there are women paying for their menopause care who don't who aren't necessarily rich but they're in such dire straits that they have gone into debt or borrowed that money you know do you see what i mean yeah this shouldn't be happening yeah shouldn't be happening shouldn't be happening no but i would say that i'm going to take a breath because i feel like there's loads to say i would say that 
I feel really strongly about advocating for what you want. HRT isn't for everybody. Some people... Okay, so HRT suffers from bad press. That's fact. Um, I don't know whether you yeah. watch Sex, Mist and the Menopause, but it blew a lot of stuff out of the water. That was the programme with Davina McCall that aired back in May. Uh, that is still, from what I understand, on all four that I was in. That is about um, specifically about menopause and hormone replacement therapy, but also about the fact that it's a tragedy and a travesty that menopause isn't more widely known about and that we aren't taught about it much, much younger, so we can prepare for it. Because women are encouraged to talk about our bits, our sexy bits, our sexual parts. We're only encouraged when we look a certain way, when we feed into the male gaze and the male narrative. So if you are having babies, or you look um, what's considered to be sexy, whatever that means, you know, um, usually a Western ideal, then that's what we're, we are praised for. That's what we're, you know, everybody, even when we praise older women, it's often based on what we look like and not necessarily what we're doing, you know? Yeah. So, so there's a, so there's no wonder that there's so much confusion around menopause and so fear around menopause because me, menopause is, you know, inextricably linked with aging and aging is seen as a bad thing and it isn't. I'm here to tell you it bloody isn't. It's great. <laughs> great. I would not do my twenties and my thirties again, and it's not because they were awful. It's just that I'm having more fun in my fifties. <laughs> I love that. You know, love and that. not without, don't get me wrong, it hasn't come easy. It's just because I know myself better and I take less yeah. shit. <laughs> you give less, you give less, less Yeah, I, I, and it's, and it's, a, you know, growth is a constant journey. It's not a destination. You have to, I'm constantly um, side-eyeing myself sometimes because I change my mind about things and I, because I learn more when you, when you, what is it? When you know better, you do better, you know? Absolutely. So um, I've gone round the houses and I don't know whether I've answered any of your questions. I do want, <laughs> this is what I wanted to say, sorry. There was a 2002 <laughs> report which said that HRT causes breast cancer and swathes of women came off HRT and swathes of women would definitely not take hormone replacement therapy. And I do not want this to be an advert for HRT because you do what you do. This is not a them and us situation, okay? But I do not want a situation where the only women who are taking hormone replacement therapy are women who are have the money, who are often white, who are... Um, I, I want everybody who can take it to take it if that's what they want to do. Listen, a year ago, I was in the holistic camp, and I'm still very much so. But I started hormone replacement therapy two months ago. I decided for me, hormone replacement therapy can prevent heart disease. Um, I weighed up the pros and cons about it. It can you're less likely to get dementia. Um, you're less likely to get long COVID if you get COVID. There are lots of benefits. And I wanted to put the estrogen back into my body. So I take estrogen. I take a, I take it as a gel. Um, you can take estrogen in patches, gels, uh, and you can take it orally as well. 
Um, and I also take progesterone, which is another part of the puzzle that um, to balance it out. But that's mm-hmm. but that said, I decided, you know what, let me try it. I'll try it for a year, see how I feel. Um, if it works for me, fine. If it doesn't, I'll come off it. My okay, and two months in, it's feeling good. for everybody to do what they want to do. So if it means that it's about um, managing through your diet and your lifestyle, I would honestly advocate for giving up smoking. This from someone who's never smoked, so I don't know how hard it is to give up, but I hear it's hard. Okay, I would advocate for um, consuming less alcohol uh, because we know, but they're things that we know. We just choose to ignore them because alcohol tastes nice and it's fun, that buzz. You know, I get that. But I, and caffeine is another thing, you know, that one, two, three coffees a day. It's not necessarily going to serve us when we hit menopause because we can't, our bodies can't process those things. Eating less red meat, um, possibly giving up meat altogether, you know, um, upping your plant intake, eating more vegetables and less fruit, which is something I struggle with because I always thought fruit was the, the no-brainer, you know. But that, as I said before, mm-hmm. that stuff turns to sugar. There's a lot yeah. to take in. There's a lot to take yeah. in. And I am really, I'm not trying to say one method is better over another. I wanted to add that this is what I'm doing because people make an assumption that black women take, don't take HRT. And that's just not true, you know. Well, that's good to say yeah. that and to be clear. And also lots of things that you're saying are just good, good life, life admin. Like, yes, we can all drink less coffee, yeah. we can all drink less alcohol, we can all think about our diet, and we can be proactive in this thing. We don't have to drift into menopause unaware. We, we don't have to do that anymore. Yes. I don't think there's any excuse anymore, actually, you know, because there's so much information out there. And, and there are women who contact me saying, I listened to this, I didn't know oh my God, that was me too, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. You know, there are, there are, there's so many resources out there. Um, menopause is in the news. Yes, the brands have taken hold of it. Yes, it's going to, it's big, absolutely massive, going to be massive business. So we're going to also have, you're going to have to have your wits about you. Because as, like I said about the menopause test, and the, I mm. had a brand, I get brands contacting me all the time wanting to, collaborate one, mm-hmm. it was I don't even know what it was called but it was a private healthcare kind of thing and what they do is this you 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 book online and you book these various tests and one of the tests was a menopause test and I was like but that's not a thing so you pay 29 quid <laughs> and and you go for an appointment and they give you a test to tell you whether you're menopause or not you that's rubbish and pe- and women will pay for that that's of course so, they will yeah of course and also if you're coming from a place of fear of course, of course just chuck but some money you can at now it. buy yeah. them in superdrug you can you can buy them in boot you can buy a menopause test you don't need wow. them you don't need them you can buy mm. you know intimate washes what you, you just need water to wash your bits you don't need an intimate wash yeah i get exasperated I get exasperated because there is a lot of money to be made and it's very difficult to wade through all of that. 
so I will always go back to, but you know what suits you. You know, you know, I know that if I drink coffee every day, I'm going to have hot flushes. I know this. So I cut to one, I have one good, beautiful, wonderful coffee mm. every Sunday. Oh my God. Savor it that. brings me so much joy. Even the ritual mm. is part of my self-care. Do you know what I mean? I can imagine, right? yes. When mm. I have a glass of wine or when I, when is the worst culprit or when I have a, you know, a tot of rum, I, it's a conscious decision of mine. But I want that rum. I'm bloody having it. You know, when I... I'm someone who can't open a bar of chocolate and save some for later, I've never, unless it's dark chocolate. I've never been able to do it. Once it's open, it's gone. And I don't know why they put self identical chocolate. I really don't. So, um, but I know that that I'm the next day. I'm going to feel groggy. If I decide to have, you know, two slices of toast at eleven o'clock at night, then I'm going to feel like shit the next day. I know this. These are constant, but I don't mm. do it every day. I'm not eating chocolate every day. I'm not drinking it. Menopause yeah. has given me a voice that I didn't know I had. And I have so much yeah. to say on this. I just want to hug all my black sisters and all my black daughters and go, Aww. listen, honestly, it's going to be fine. It might even be great. We all have a different experience. Just because I am doing one thing and I'm experiencing menopause in a different, in one way, doesn't mean you're going to go through it in a different, in the same way. I suffered from anxiety and depression. That doesn't mean you're going to. You know, some people don't have hot flushes. Some people sail through menopause and don't even notice it. And then they're 70, you know. But the point <laughs> is, it happens. And so let's be as prepared as we can, as early as possible. So that, you know, it, we, so that we can celebrate life the best way that we can. And so that we can show up the best way that we can and fulfill whatever purpose you've, yours is, if that makes sense, you know? Um, I'm so lucky I'm here. We all know people who didn't make it this far, N not just because of COVID, but before that. You know, I know women who've passed much earlier than me. We all, we all know that. And so I want us to live our best lives and live in our, and I don't think that menopause needs to be something that is going to stop that. It's just a different way of, it's a transition. It's moving through, some people call it going through an, to another portal. You're older, you're wiser, you have more experience, you take less bullshit. We're unstoppable. Black women are, as Nova Reed says, we are divine. Oh, no. mm. <laughs> uh, can I yeah. say something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that I, I didn't even want to <laughs> you, what you've just said makes me excited it makes me less fearful and makes me feel like it's something that we want to obviously keep on talking about but also celebrate and I think and thank you for that I just I, I think it's so important to keep on talking and everything you're doing around these conversations and bringing awareness for us all and obviously especially black women. Um, I'm just so grateful. So thank you for coming on here and using your voice so well, so well, may I add. <laughs> thank you. And um, I think you just need to come on again and just, I, I just feel like there's so much to talk about. So many things I wanted, I wanted to ask. And um, it's just, 
you can just carry on, can't you, talking and exploring the subject. So please come back. I, I, you know what? I, I, I'm honoured to have been asked. I feel, I feel so passionately about this, particularly for black women. I, I feel we're missing out. And I, I um, yeah, I have a lot to say. I was going to say something else. It's gone completely out of my head. Completely out of my head. But just to say, if you are lucky enough to have a relationship with your mother or older elders, you know, women in your life, please talk to them. Please start a dialogue if they want to speak as well. Because the biggest thing is that black women were never asked. We were never asked. And so they might think you're a bit weird. Why are you talking about this now? But ask them about their symptoms. Ask them when their period stopped. Because I guarantee, I almost guarantee that that will be an indicator, unless it was surgical menopause, unless they had, you know, their womb removed or hysterectomy or, you know, had chemotherapy or that kind of thing. Um, that will be an indicator of when your menopause is going to start. So if you have these people in your life, keep them close. But also Use them. Talk to them. Mm. I, my relationship with my mum is hilarious at the moment because she he doesn't she doesn't under, she's 82 she doesn't understand why i want to talk about it but i i feel that um certainly women i've spoken to have gone and spoken to their mothers and it's it's a rich conversation and it's wonderful to be asked and be included our stories are so important let's share them and let's be the menopause let's be the generation that changes things and as brian dansbrink says make menopause matter you are just soundbite after soundbite. I don't even have to do anything. <laughs> Thank you, Karen, for all your gorgeous wisdom and gems. And yeah, I mean, this is this is your podcast. So thank you. Thank you for letting me oh. come on and speak. I feel honoured, honestly. Well, thank pleasure. you so my much for sharing. My pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.